everybody, this is Brittany and Byron, and you're listening to Dirty Laundry with BNB, a podcast about real, relatable relationships. Transparency at its finest, we air it out and clear it up, offering couples and those seeking healthy relationships a safe, inclusive space to open the vents and find resolve. Hey, hey, everyone. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Dirty Laundry, baby girl. Here we are once again. Yes, I hope y'all are doing all right. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty good, babe. Today, we're here to talk to y'all about expectations, expectations. And uh, man, there's a lot to be said about expectations. And we're going to go through it in this episode. But I'll tell you what, expectations can be the benefactor or sometimes the demise of relationships you know so i mean we want to set our expectations with some expectation management we're going to talk about what creates expectations and then how they become a tumultuous piece of different people's relationships we're going to talk about some tools and some things that can help you get over some of those expectations that you expect of your significant other so we're going to kind of work through that on today what do you think babe yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. We're about to talk about what we expect, what we don't expect. Are expectations a good thing? Are they a bad thing? Um, and I think a lot of that comes with maturity. So we're gonna just going to dive into that piece. Oh, yeah. Hey, you got to forgive us for this video, okay? Because this is new to us, but we're going to work through it. All right? That's so, right. Um, in, in my standpoint, you know, we've been doing a lot of reading and trying to figure out, you know, what is it that we think about expectations, right? And what we did learn is that there's different types of expectations in the expectation setting that can kind of set you back um, in a relationship. But then also there's healthy ways of setting boundaries so that you and your partner can understand what your expectations are within your relationship. And so let's start with what creates expectations, yeah. right? So the first thing that creates that expectations are unconscious experiences yeah yeah so essentially what you're saying is you know these things that we see and we think like the way our parents marriage was or maybe it's friends and how they're all their relationships are tv gives us this idea of relationships and one thing we really have to be aware of in today's world is socials yeah. Those give an image of this, I want that perfect, oh, yeah. you know, life when you're really just seeing like a glimpse. And so it, I mean, I'm sure it's hard out here dating nowadays because you have all these high expectations based off social media. Yeah. And let's not say that expectations are always a negative thing, right? You're entitled Absolutely. to your expectations, right? And then sometimes we think that expectations are standards, right? And we kind of say right. that they're synonymous with each other when... Most times they're not, right? Because you can have unrealistic expectations and realistic expectations, right? But standards are your standards. Yes, and right? don't get rid of your standards no. now. Standards, you know, they're there for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think with expectations um, can lead to some type of resentment yeah. sometimes. And so you have this idea, these unconscious experiences that you don't realize are this perfect, what you think are these perfect expectations. Then you go into a relationship and you're like, I want all of these things. I mean, that's almost unfair because it's not realistic. Right, right. And so we talked about unconscious influences, right? So things that kind of create um, in your subconscious mind those expectations that you have of your oncoming relationships and or your partners. And Brittany had talked about how, you know, your parents' marriage or your parents' relationships can highly affect what you expect of your partner or your future relationships and how daunting that can be for one, right? But yeah. one, it's really kind of, it can be unfair for you, 
um, as the individual, but then it's also unfair to your partner too, yes. right? Because you have this fairy tale image of what you expect in a marriage, not your standards, but what you expect in a marriage or in a relationship, right? Um, that don't always coincide with the person that you really want to get involved with um, behaviors um, right. and personalities, right? Right. And I think with expectations, I think a lot of us fail. I know we even failed to even really discuss expectations in our early, yeah. you know, parts of our marriage or even date. I mean, obviously we dated really young, yeah. so that doesn't count. But you know, we didn't talk about like, this is what I expected. I know I don't want to dip too much into the roles conversation because we already right. kind of covered that. But I remember our friend said in that, you know, yeah. um, I think Lawrence had said, you expect, I expected you to cook dinner, you know? And she was like, like you, did? Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's so true because you just have this expectation. And it was because of how I was raised, you know? Right. And I had this expectation like, yeah, you're going to mow the lawn and you're going to do those things because I saw my dad do it. Yeah. But it's unfair to have that expectation. If that's not something you want to do, you're like, listen, I want to hire someone or I want to pay the neighbor kid to do it. You know, right. you have to be careful of your expectations. But I think you also have to, your expectations change and we have to be willing to grow with our significant others because yeah. there may be an expectation that happens later in life that I didn't even know I needed or wanted. Yeah, I think you covered like the whole first part of what we're supposed to talk about in that one <laughs> phrase. Like you did an excellent job. Cause like, yeah, we got unconscious influences. So things that are in our subconscious mind that things that have happened in our past that turn into your conscious expectations, right? So because of what I've experienced before is now what I want in reality, right? So Brittany had talked about it. She, you know, her father cut the grass and She's not thinking about that when she's five, six, seven years old, when her father's out there cutting the grass. But as she became an adult, that's what she was used to. So you're expecting me to also cut the grass. So now right. that becomes your conscious, you know, reality or your conscious expectation. So what happens next? Right. You talked about it being unfair or is it fair? Well, now it's how do you respond to your partner when they don't meet that expectation right you're talking about immaturity into this mature model like all right so right. how how do i deal with my partner not meeting what it is i expected of them what does that look like for you if y'all could go ahead and put a comment down in the post below but anyway so yeah i mean i just think that's really difficult uh, for one to get over you know what i mean yeah and i think it really is boils down to what is your willingness to adjust in a relationship yeah. because that's really all it is mm -hmm. it's a mindset change yeah. you know once you can change that mindset as like well just because i expected them to do that doesn't mean that they have to do that yeah yeah and then so but what if it's a a, a no-go right what if it's something that i really want you to do right and it's not that you know i can't do it but I would really prefer you to do it because I think that you're better at it than me. I'll make you an example. <laughs> All right, I'll give you an example. All right, so things like making the kids lunch for the next day, right? <laughs> I mean, Proceed. I'm serious. Like, I just, so there are times where I work at the job. Look, you're making me nervous now. So there's times <laughs> where I work at the job, you know, and I get mm -hmm. off work. And then sometimes I'll cook dinner, right? And then sometimes I'll go cut hair in the in the evenings. And then I go coach basketball. So I don't have the margin to, to make, make the kids lunch. lunch, right? I mean, so sometimes I just don't have it. Or 
there'll be times if I'm, you know, putting the kids down, then maybe you should make the lunch. So, and to be honest with you, Brittany does it so much <laughs> that I don't think about doing it. And so it does subconsciously become an expectation. Now, mm-hmm. moving on, if Brittany says, hey, Byron, can you make the kids lunch for me? Should I or can I say, no, nah, that's what you do. Like, no, nah, I expect no, that you, you do that. No, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, that, so that's where that maturity piece comes in, right? Or, yeah. you know, how do I respond to that? It's, yeah, absolutely, I can do that for you. Or, right. no, nah, I just can't do it because I don't have the margin to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's a really minor example. I know there's other things that go on in people's lives that's a lot more, and in our lives also, right. a lot more intense than that. But um, we like to practice in, in small areas like that. But you're 100% right. I mean... Um, there are times where, yeah, like if I don't do it often, it does become like this subconscious expectation, you know, for your partner yeah. to do it. And you're saying that's on a small scale, but like we can dive into like realistic versus unrealistic expectations there. Mm. You know, like unrealistic is that I'm going to fulfill everything for you at all times just because I'm your spouse. Like that's not realistic. I can't do that. I can't meet that every all the time yeah. every day yeah and so i think when we're talking about what expectation are we need to be realistic yeah like some of those realistic you know i expect you to love me i expect res- respect and affection and kindness you know yeah that's a realistic expectation man i mean and then you can keep on going down the rabbit hole with that because what is respect right what do, what is love like and that's why again where this this enduring concept that we keep coming back to is you got to communicate with your partner on what those things are like you have to be able to perfectly to the best of your ability define what love is to you what does that look like for you you have to be able to define what respect is for you what trust looks like for you what loyalty looks like for you you know what is it that you value and we'll talk about that in another episode but what is it that you value um, individually, but then also in your relationship, what is it that you value from your partner? And you know what? I have to ask you too. So I put you on the spot here. Maybe right. this is for anybody else that okay. has this question. But do we have to love and accept everything about our partner and who we're in a relationship with? So, or I do think, you? I guess is the question. Yeah. So here, all right. So I'll answer you like this: Do I have to like everything that my partner does? Absolutely not. I think, though, that love is an all-encompassing word because I feel like love, in my book, is unconditional. So if there are things that I don't like about you, I still love it. You know, if I don't like the way that, you know, you wear your shoes, I don't know how it's laced or whatever, I still love it. If I don't like how you laugh, I still love it. Like, I think that... You know, sometimes we confuse what we like or we try to compare what we like with, do I love this person? Like, in my in my right. opinion, that's two totally separate things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question in short, no, I don't have to like it, but absolutely, I will love the things that you do. Yeah. I mean, but if there's something that I don't like that you do, um, I think it's only fair to you that I express that to you because yeah. if I don't, man, I just read something today. Man, I just read something today. It said that an unspoken expectation is an unrealized resentment. Facts. 
An unspoken expectation is an unrealized resentment. In my in my opinion, I think that means that if you don't express your expectations to your spouse and or your partner, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, and they begin to disappoint you and because they're not meeting that expectation, then you're going to soon resent them. Absolutely. And I know like we have a whole subject on this and you know I'm going to touch on it because every, <laughs> you know, we're just waiting to talk about this one. But yeah. intimacy is mm. a huge Peace. I think that people... Hold on, we ain't talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that in relationships, we hear it more often than not, they come into a relationship with an expectation of intimacy. Mm. However that looks for every couple is totally different. There is no wrong Mm. or right answer in in my eyes. However that looks, but I know people that said, you know, especially it's, well, I won't even say this. Usually it's one person that's like, I expected to be more intimate with my spouse more often and the other is like, well, I just am not. And what happens is there becomes this resentment and this piece, this pull because they can't get back to that place because there's one person with this expectation, wherever it came from, whether it was from, this is how it used to be, this was before Ooh. kids, um, and now there's resentment. Yeah. And now with that resentment comes almost like, you're not attracted or you're not attracted to that piece of someone because they're being resentful. Right, yeah. And so I feel like intimacy goes hand in hand with expectations. It's probably one of the, if you talk to most married couples, that would come up, intimacy as an expectation. Oh, yeah. I mean, you think sometimes, you know, when you're about to get involved in a deep relationship that, uh, I mean, we got guaranteed intimacy. I mean, let's just keep it real. I mean, that's what some people think. That is. That they're going to expect whenever they're coming into a relationship. Um, I would I would argue though that you can sometimes manage what that's going to look like based on your relationship prior to you getting married. But man, something that's interesting too though is that when we get into a relationship, sometimes one of us expects the other to change, and the other one expects the other to stay the same. You think right? so? I do think so. I think that. So an example would be let's stay let's stick on the topic of romance or intimacy since we're there um say you're in a relationship with someone right and you don't think that you are that intimate right but you really love that person Mm -hmm. and you're like well i think we'll become more intimate later i think they'll change i I think they'll will become more intimate and you you know you decide to tie the knot but you're not seeing what you thought was going to happen Right. Or the other, right? Or we're really intimate prior to us saying that we're going to be involved in a long-term relationship. Right. And then down the road, we're not as intimate. Then we go back to what you're saying. Well, do are they not attracted to me anymore? Right. Is there something I did wrong? But that wrong? boils down to communication. Every yeah. single time it boils down yeah. to communication. And I also think we were talking about unrealistic. Now, when you're talking about intimacy specifically... There's a lot of unrealistic expectations out there. If people have multiple children, um, people could have health issues. I mean, there's so many factors that can go into it. People work full-time jobs. They work different schedules. I mean, whatever it is, it's got to be a conversation. And I really think that if we can adjust our mindsets and not think that this has to be some big to-do, you know, like this hype up of it. We have people that say they get on a calendar, you know what I mean? Put it on the calendar, right? We have friends that have told us that, like, however that looks, it's not wrong if it's, if it's an expectation that you can possibly meet for your spouse, you know, or your, your relationship and you're okay with that. I think it's just a discussion. Yeah. I think it's just managing that mindset. 
Right. Which takes a lot of humility yes. and maturity. And like I said, are you your willingness yeah. to adjust based on that your partner's expectations? That's yeah. all it is. Right. You expect me to make lunches. So I'm willing without even a conversation to do so every day. If I became unwilling, then what would you do? Yeah. Well, let me rewind just a little bit. Are you doing it because you know I expect that of you? Or are you doing it because you know that it needs to be accomplished? I'm doing it so our children can have lunch. Okay, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I mean, but to your point, it could be anything. Yeah, though. sure. Yeah, yeah, it could be anything. Not just the lunches, right? It could be anything. So, sure. Right, so say that you there is an expectation that you have of me. Uh, like taking out the trash or cutting the grass. I know that you expect that of me. I expect it of myself, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I would rather not have you do something that I actually kind of enjoy doing, but also I feel like that's one of my responsibilities because you do all of these other things, right? Right. Um, and that's just one example, by the way. I don't just cut the grass. All right, there's other things I do too. <laughs> but, but I have high standards. That's right. <laughs> not expectation Goodness standards. Gracious, yeah. That's another conversation. So, but yeah, you're right. I mean, so yeah, there are things that I want to do um, yeah. because I know that you expect them of me. Right. 100%. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So unrealistic and realistic expectations. What are some examples of unrealistic expectations in your opinion? Me making, being responsible for your happiness. Mm. I'm not responsible to make you whole. Hold on. I don't like the way you was pointing at me you. like that. Like, <laughs> hold on now. I'm not responsible to make you whole. Mm. You know, I'm not responsible that if you felt unhappy that now I'm your happiness or I have to fulfill all those pieces and parts of you. I think that is an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, man, that's good because I will tell you, though, I feel like you're attacking me a little bit. I'm sorry. No, but, no, I think no, but for real, I do think, though, that like say I had a bad day at work. Right. Or I had a an uncomfortable conversation. Right. And maybe I teed off. Just a hair too much. So I need to get your opinion on how I responded sure. in that situation, right? So I'm going to approach you and I'm going to say, babe, this is what happened today. I need you to tell me what your thoughts are. Okay, caveat, when I say I need you to tell me what your thoughts are, that's really kind of me telling you um, I need your back, right? I need you to have my back. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I need you to support me in the decision that I made earlier, right? Um but sometimes you don't support me, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just have to keep it real and say, mm, I don't think I don't think you should have did it like that. And you know what I'm saying? Yes. You, you did tee off too much. So I think that goes to your point of like, I'm coming to you expecting you to make me feel good. Yes. And that's why I asked the question, do you think, do you accept and love everything about your significant others? And the reason I said that was because my job, because I do love you, if there's something that I'm like, you could do better, you should work on this, because I love you, I wouldn't want you to just to continue that, yeah. whatever that is, whatever that behavior. So if you did something wrong, I feel like as your significant other, I have to tell you. Mm -hmm. Or I can't let you just walk out there. It's like, you know, if you had an outfit that didn't look good, I'm like, no. no <laughs> Which doesn't happen back. very often. Look back. <laughs> like, I feel like you, it's yeah. funny that you said, I want you to have my back. When truthfully, I'm actually having your back. Right. I'm like, hey, B, 
Tomorrow yeah. when you go to work, you need to do this and you should do this is what I would do mm-hmm. because I do have your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's good. So in our in your mind, you're like, you have an expectation that I'm just gonna take your side. I am. Don't get it twisted. We're gonna go in public. I'm gonna have your back. Okay. <laughs> Don't come for my husband. But yeah. at home behind closed doors, I feel like it's only right for me to tell you when you're not in the right. Yeah. You know, and I, I expect the same thing back. Look, right. Expectations. I expect it. That's right. But not only that, I think also you're protecting yourself too, right? Because if you're correcting my behaviors, you're also protecting yourself from the behaviors that I have that could negatively affect the relationship right. in the future. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's twofold, right? It is. When you're holding your partner accountable, which is going to be, should be another episode. That's yeah. a good topic. You, you know, holding your partner. We got part- a lot to dive in on Man, that. 100%. Like holding your partner accountable for your expectations and what they expect also. Man, I really like how you talked about me not being the person that has to make you whole. That's powerful, you know, yeah. because, yeah, I mean, when you because get you, married, you think that it's their job. You're like, I'm going to be happy for self. Yeah. For so Your happiness comes from within. We always, yeah. you know, we always say that. We tell our children yeah. that all the time. Yeah. No one's going to make you happy. No new toy, no extra piece of candy is yeah. going to make you happy. It's wow. the same for adults. It's the exact same thing. We're just in an older version. No person is going to bring me. You do you bring me joy and happiness? Yes, but you're not going to be my inner happiness. You right. know what I mean? That yeah. has to come from within. 100%. And um so that's an unrealistic expectation. And I feel like I know I always say this, but I feel like social mm. media makes us feel like there's people out there that like want to be saved almost. Like yeah. someone's going to come sweep me off my feet and save me. This is not it's not looking for saviors. Like we're you know, we're here looking for real relationships, you know, that can withstand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, looking for saviors and or looking for some something or someone that's going to make them happy quickly. Yeah. Right. Instant or, gratification. Or e- easily. Right. You're right. I mean, with social and uh, with things that come very quickly to you mm-hmm. and gratification comes instantly Mm -hmm. and in my opinion good things come in time right and good love um, and enduring relationships take a lot of nurturing and care and and intentionality and a lot of deliberation and communication a lot of Asians (laughs) you know (laughs) a lot of things that are um, time-consuming right yes and unfortunately uh, we live in a time where Things feel like they should come quickly and things are very easy when in reality it's not. And so when things don't happen quickly or don't happen the way we expect them to, um, again, our expectations aren't met. You can start feeling emotions of uh, resentment or disappointment or frustration or just frankly being pissed off. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I don't want to cut you off, but like this reminds me, you have to be careful when you you said audit your circle. Yeah. If you're in a relationship and you are hanging, I, I know it happens to everybody. I'm assuming it happens to everyone. You can hang around with certain people where you start to shadow their behavior because you are who you hang out with, right? Yeah. You can start to shadow that behavior and you may start to question your own relationship because you're like, well, I never thought about it like that. When you had nothing wrong. Right. And so I think 
I know for us, we try really hard to never compare ourselves to other people because you only see maybe one chapter of our lives. You didn't see the whole book and the book's not over. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so I, I would say to most people, be weary of what you wish you had or what you don't mm, have mm. because obviously what's functioning for you two yeah. is functioning just fine. Right, right. You know, and you have to be careful of that. Being content and being not complacent, but being content with what you are blessed with right now. I would rather be with you in all your BS <laughs> than with being with anybody else, That's right? Because right. everyone has their problems. Everyone has their um, their rocks, their their bag of rocks that they haven't yet shared with everyone. They're just, just dragging along. Um, and so share those rocks with each other, you know, and find a way to lighten yeah. each other's load uh, via communication and um, being willing to be vulnerable and, and desperate sometimes, you know, yeah. with the person that, you know, you find yourself falling for. Yeah. Um, so that's a good point. And I think, too, for listeners that are thinking, well, what if I have my spouse that has these expectations and they refuse to drop them? Maybe they don't even know they're an expectation. Mm. How do we get past that point? Yeah. How do I say this is an expectation that's not realistic? Right. And they're like, too dang bad like this is a deal breaker for me this is how it was when i met you and now you're not doing it it's unacceptable right well i mean at that point i feel like it's been too late right i think that the individual that's saying it's unacceptable failed and they didn't communicate that early enough right so sometimes if we just have to Take a look in the mirror, right? If you mm-hmm. point one finger out, there's three po- fingers pointing at you, right? right. The old, the old adage, but <laughs> but yeah, sometimes we just have to take that cold hard look in the mirror and be like, okay, what did I do yeah. wrong in this situation? What is it that I can do to fix this situation? Um, it's so much easier to blame you. It just is. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? So, it just comes with maturity. Yeah, it yeah. comes with maturity, and people just can't get past that piece. Yeah. You know, you think that something's better out there. The grass is green. The grass is green where you water it. Okay. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so just yeah. remember that. Man. And there's plenty of water to be found. And um, sometimes it doesn't feel like that, though. Let's mm-hmm. just be honest. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's been times in our relationship where things were real dry. You know yeah. what I mean? And it got very difficult. Right. Um, and right. so sometimes you just got to wait for that season to pass. Mm-hmm. You know, and endure. Man, I tell you what, man, when you go through those hard times, on the other side, it is so much more beautiful. You know, you thought yes. you thought your pastures were green before. Wait till you get to the storm. Like, that's when things get really right. beautiful. Right. You know? And I think all successful marriages and relationships have to endure some type of change. I mean, yeah. we're evolving people, so. Right. You know, that's going to happen. So there's something that came to mind. So you're talking about expectations and um, sometimes we don't properly communicate them with one another. And you just had that little, you know, that, that story there. I think that when we expect our partner to do something and we fail to communicate, it leads to mind reading. Right. Oh, yeah. We want our partner to just know we've been together for 20 years. You should just know. That that's what I want. Mm-hmm. But we change. We're ever-evolving yes. people. You know, we're ever-evolving people that uh, require 
you know, some patience and some constant check-ins to ensure that we are on the same page. And we've had that conversation because yeah. I think there was one time like we were talking about gifts or something. And he was like, I just want you to just know, mm. you know, and mm, I don't want yeah. to, I don't want to have to tell you, which I've done better y'all. Okay. I'm doing better. <laughs> but you know, to me, I'm like, no, we'll just tell me what you want so that you can, you know, I can get that for you. Yeah. I can make sure um, which now I know that's something that you enjoy is like you think it's more thoughtful and it's probably yeah. part of your love language a little bit too. So that's a whole separate piece. But I think what you're saying here is like whenever you're trying to read someone's mind, you're you're really going to fail every single time right. because there's times that you say something and I had no idea that's what you were going to say. Yeah, I mean, mind reading is, is poor on both sides, right? So the person who wants the person to mind read, the person who's trying to mind read is going to get it wrong, right? They keep striking out. So let's just rewind it just a little bit. Let's talk about our situation. Let's talk about the gift-giving piece, right? So let's air it out. Okay, let's so do it. super simple concept, but for me, I am a gift giver. I have a really hard time purchasing things for myself. Um, I love to give um, to my family, to my friends. To, I mean, if you know me, that's that's just what He's I a do. Good gift giver. So with that, through conversation or like a meeting or we go out for drinks or we at church or we at wherever we're at, if you have something that you just say, man, I really want or I really like, I take a mental note or sometimes I'll even get on my phone and make a little note of it and put it away. That way, if your birthday's coming up, if something's coming up, that's what I'm getting you. No need to Super ask you. Super thoughtful. Brittany, no, doesn't say that one side is better than the other, but Brittany, she needs me to tell her what I want, right? She wants me to tell her exactly what it is I want for my birthday or I want for Christmas. But again, I have a hard time with that because I don't like receiving gifts. I have a hard time with that. But for Brittany, it does fulfill her need to... What is that? What is that need? What are you to fulfilling? Just, I guess to just make sure that you get something that you like or really want, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, but you know what? While you're saying that, that just took me to right back to where I was saying you have to be willing to adjust your mindset. Yeah. Because maybe that is an expectation of yours. And I'm like, okay, that's an expectation. Totally doable. I can do that same exact thing, yeah. you know? And I feel like I've been doing it for some years now. Right, right. You know? But I remember you telling me. And... Keyword, he had to tell me. Yeah. And I think it gets, I think maybe for some people, it might be a little awkward to have to, I, as we always say in every episode, communication, communication, it might get a little awkward and almost redundant and annoying um, to have to, to say what your needs and wants are. But I think it's important because... <laughs> You can't mind read, and sometimes it has to be told. I have to be told three or four times for it to really click. You know, like I thought you were just saying that I didn't know, like you really meant it. You're right, <laughs> and that's one of our things I think we struggle with sometimes, right? Because man, when you just said sometimes, maybe like <laughs> that's me. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm the one that feels like. I shouldn't have to keep commute over commute. I always use that, don't I? I say he always well, says you're, I over communicate. You're over communicating. Like, I'm gonna kill it. So like, you make sure I understand. <laughs> you understand. Uh, I'm safe, y'all. She said kill it, not me. So we good. <laughs> but over communication, I feel like sometimes degrades a relationship. I, I felt like that. Yeah, it but felt I, like it takes away that that passion, and yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, in the 
the spontaneity of a relationship, the quick, you know, oh, look, so That's let's get so it. so spontaneous. Brittany is not spontaneous at all, but we're going to work on that. She, she's, she's, yeah, it, anyway. I'm an organizer, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, planned spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's with that. But, yeah, like, in just the excitement, right? So, um, I don't know what I'm going to get. Like, that's fun for me, you know? But if I'm writing a list out, like, I know exactly what I'm going to get, which is fine. I mean, because you now know that you get to please me, you know, and I know that I get to please you because I'm pleased. You know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. so it does, it does work out mutually. Um, but to your point, like it, you know, you being willing to say, you know, well, let me give that a shot, try. Cause that's what Byron really values. Right. Let me give it a shot. And I and appreciate maybe that. maybe the spontaneous piece will still come out. If you're speaking to your significant other a lot, maybe there's going to be something that come, results into something new for that, for mm. you, you know, like, mm. well, dang, I don't know, you like to do this, now we're going to do this all the time, I kind of like this, yeah, you know, there, yeah. there may be a, a piece to that, yeah. if we don't, you know. Find a new spark. Yeah. Something else fun Find to a do. A new spark, that's the word, yeah, yeah it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, talked a lot about expectations, talked about unrealistic expectations, realistic expectations, unconscious influences, Conscious expectations, you know, all of these long words, verbs, and terms, and phrases. What do we do to get over expectations? What do we do to overcome the challenge of subconscious influences and these conscious expectations that we have developed based on our past experiences? What is it that you think you can do, Brittany, to get over some of those expectations? I don't know that you can ever get over the unconscious influences. That's kind of probably embedded in, sure. it's like a core memory, so yeah, you can't yeah. get rid of it. But it doesn't mean that you have to be like that. It doesn't mean that you have to do those exact same things. So to get over them, to get over the idea of expectations, I really think means you have to communicate. I mean, that's mm. really just what it boils down to. And if you care enough about your spouse, Maybe even if they are expectations, because let me just say this. I don't necessarily think that all expectations are bad things. Mm -hmm. So if I can maybe fulfill some of those pieces that you do expect and I don't mind and I have that willingness, I think that's where it comes from. Mm. That's how I get past it. That's good. And I'm going to do that not sacrificing who I am or feeling that it's a burden. I'm going to do it because I joyfully want to do it and because mm. I care about you. That's good. A joyful giver. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this then. Is it okay to just accept your partner as they are? Say you had an, accept, an expectation of your partner, but you've communicated with them about it, or maybe you didn't, and they're not fulfilling that expectation. Is it okay to just be like, okay, that's cool. That's fine. It's only okay if it's not a deal breaker. If okay. it's not something that I can't go forward with, again, like making lunches. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure it's not a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can go forward. But if someone yeah. is truly not, if you are truly not meeting an expectation and I communicated it to you yeah, and you still didn't want to change, there's going to have to be some turn in that relationship yeah and i don't know if that'll be good or bad <laughs> right right but there's gonna be some event that takes place that's going to 
expose that piece. It's right. not going to go away. Right. I had heard yeah. somebody once say, the very first argument you have will be the argument you have forever. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not. But, yeah, what is that you know, argument? I don't know. I don't remember I don't know. what it was. I don't either. <laughs> Probably because we but. just have it forever. We just don't know what it is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like yeah. that same piece is always going to be there. No, you're good. So I don't, I mean, that's tough. Yeah. I'd like to know what others think too, because yeah. if some, if you have a significant other or you're in a relationship and they're not meeting those, that expectation, yeah. is it, one, do we need to take a step back and say, is that fair of me to expect that? Is it a realistic mm. expectation? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's going to have to take a piece of you. But I really think that if there's something that you're like, I'm no kidding, need this, can't go on without it. Yeah. And I can't be married for 50, 30, 40 plus years. It's going to be some kind of. Right. I don't know how you're going to get past that. Man. Man, that was really good. So I think you hit a lot of pieces there. Um I think what was very key is when you said take a step back and try to realize whether or not this is a realistic expectation. I think that's important. And when I say this, I'm talking to myself. We've got to reflect. we got to find time to sit down and think about our thoughts, our feelings, our behaviors, and think about whether or not those yeah. are commensurate with a positive relationship. And if they are, then let's communicate that stress with our partner. If they're not, then maybe there's something internally that I need to fix before they come out externally. And, right. Because no one wants to be miserable. Right. Because you can't help if you're gonna you change over time. No one yeah. can control that. Me and you cannot control how we are changing as we grow up right. or grow older. So there has to be somebody who's willing to, to make that, right. that step back. And I think that comes with maturing. Right. So maybe before you approach your partner with that concern, let's first think. Okay, let's think about, okay, is this realistic? Is this a deal breaker? Is this a no-go? Pass, go. This is something I'm okay with. Can we press on 30, 40, 50, 60 years with this? Cool. I'm good on it. We're, we're straight. I can, I can watch that. Or, no deal breaker. We need to communicate that. So that's the first step, I think. As long that's as, an option. As long as it's not being a burden or a sacrifice to your life Man, and your joy key. and your happiness. And to a sacrifice to who you are, too. That, too. Right? Because you have values. And standards. And standards I'm as an individual. I'm not about to be miserable because you just, you know, Come on. ain't going to meet that right. peace. And, and let's and we're not talking about walking out here, right? We're talking about the decision to go and communicate this with your partner, right? And this is, and I know it sounds so silly, y'all. I know it sounds so silly, but these are the steps that we literally take with sometimes the most minuscule things in our relationship, because that's how purposeful you gotta be in your relationship. You've got to take these mundane, trivial, minute, detailed, specific steps to create successful, long-term, enduring relationships. And it sounds so silly, but it, it does. It requires time, yes. and it requires intention, and it requires focus to make it work. Yes, and I keep thinking, too, like... This is so silly, but kids are so funny because they can say things exactly how they feel. Mm. 
And there's like no emotion necessarily behind it. We don't get offended, right? Yeah. They'd be like, I don't like that shirt you're wearing. Right. You know, or sometimes we laugh at it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't like okay. Yeah. And then you change. Like, <laughs> I don't like whenever you do that, you know, and they yeah. just straight up tell you. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of take it back and you're like, Okay, I never knew you didn't like that, you know, or I don't like how you always I can't think of an example, you know, how you always rush me when I'm trying to get my shoes on, mom. You're always rushing me to get my shoes on quickly. I don't like when you do that. Yeah. And then it makes you step back like <laughs> okay, well, I guess I was kind of always rushing. I mean, they are kind of slow, but right. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's almost a very simplistic when it comes from children. Yeah. And if we kind of stole some of that innocence mm-hmm. from children mm-hmm. and just said exactly, you know, I don't really like when you do that. Right, or right, right. I really thought that you were going to cook dinner every night. That was an expectation of mine. And then, you know, it gives me an opportunity to say, well, that's not realistic because you know I work and you know yeah. I had this to do and mm-hmm. I have whatever else scheduled. Yeah. I just think that it sounds so silly, but almost just saying the most basic thing yeah. can get the point across. Yeah. No, you're right. Because we keep saying communicate, communicate. I don't want you to think that like yeah. put the kids to sleep, clear off the kitchen table, and let's write, get notebooks out. And like communication can be so straightforward and so simple. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that that point comes across exactly how you meant and intended it to be. Right. I think, though, with that, sometimes people hesitate on the way they communicate because they don't want to hurt feelings, right? Or they don't want to come off a certain way. Or they're trying to protect their personality or protect their stance in the relationship, right? But then you're losing your authenticity. Point, I agree. I agree. I feel like at that point, you're trying to persuade your partner, you're right? trying to win the uh, you're trying to win the battle, and we are trying to win the war. Okay, <laughs> talking about who trying to win the war to together or are you by together? Your... Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, cool. together. Okay, no, not win the war. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Stop yeah. worrying about you know. Be vulnerable. You don't have to win every single thing. Right. So reflection. Okay. Then ask yourself the question: Kids, is something I can overcome or wash under the table? Or is it something we need to communicate, right? So do I accept my partner for who he or who she is and then determine whether or not I'm willing to have this conversation with them, okay? Um, Or just do both, right? Yeah, that's true. You could. I'm willing. Yeah, you could say I'm willing to meet this expectation. Yeah. But I don't really like to. Right. (laughs) And then let the conversation go from there. Yeah. Man. I think that's good. I think that's good to say, you know, to think about not every single thing has to be communicated, but also I just don't want everyone to think like, man, I just need to, I never talk to my spouse. Like we're not sitting around having these like extremely deep conversations all the time. It's sometimes it's um very simple. Yeah. Very simple. That's I it. expect you to put the car in the garage when you come home, you know, <laughs> I expect you, you know, like simple things, yeah. you know. We don't. We do it on a small level, on a small scale, every day. Yeah. But why, with the big things, do we have trouble? Right. So let's practice with the small things first. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Let's get some reps and some sets in before the big stuff happens. Yeah. You know. And so let's work on that together with minor tasks. Really speak with one another about what some of your expectations are. And walk through it, you know? And it doesn't have to be this big thing. We talked about making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you know? It could be something as simple as that and cutting grass, you know? before Because the big things are going to come, you know? And let me tell you, that does not mean, let's be clear, that we are lowering our standards. Absolutely not. Standards are different than expectations. Absolutely not. 
you know, we want to be clear on that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Fix your expectations within your relationship. Do not try to fulfill your expectations outside of it. Okay. And that's a grenade being dropped. That's dangerous. Okay. That's dangerous. That's a grenade being dropped. Man. And try not to, you know, it's going to cause, like you said, resentment. Yeah. And that resentment is, is not healthy for anybody. Not at all. Cool. Hey, y'all. I think that's it. You know, expectations and expectation management. Um, just remember, you know, articulate your expectations. Make sure that you're communicating those with your partner. Otherwise, they will become resentments. And you don't want that. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Yo, well, you already know what it is. Hit us up, all of our social media platforms. Hit us up on Gmail, Instagram. All of it's located right there in the description below. We love y'all. Thanks for listening again. And you already know what it is. Be blessed. Be you. Just be. We out. I'm blessed to be me. Blessed to be